This is the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Jared Timms and Ryan Cook. G'day punters, welcome to episode 22 of the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. You join us this week as you do every other week of the NRL season for all things rugby league. Hot takes, previewing tips, outstanding opinions on everything we discuss, if I do say so myself. And of course, the everlasting search for a winning multi. My name is Jared Timms. To my left, as he has been each and every week since round one of the 2022 yes, NRL season. Yeah. 60 games for the Broncos. 63, but thanks for that. Is it 63, is yeah, it? Yeah. I've said 60 every week. Why haven't you picked me up? Oh, I just I was being nice, but I don't like you anymore. So I just thought I'd, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I'd correct on, you now. We're on more than a first name basis, Richie and Benny, I really hate you. We're Richie Benno numbers in 22, and um, yeah, I've had enough here. Well, let's uh, go through the rest of these stats then. Was it three for the Maroons? That's right, yep, isn't it? Yep, three for the Maroons. Three for the Kangaroos. Yes, yes. Was that a World Cup year? No, there's a Four Nations year. Year over yep. in the UK. Yeah, but I played one for a test. The um, so I played for Australia before I played for Queensland. Yeah, so not okay. many people have done that. Just, uh, <laughs> by the way, um, <laughs> three for the Indigenous All Stars. Three for the Indigenous okay, All Stars. Right. Well, so it was just sixty-three for the Broncos. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We'll also with us, as he is mm. each and every week, there isn't a number or a stat in the game of rugby league that gets past this man. It's the form guide, Fon Lorraine Cook. Hello, boys. Such a tough act to follow when you rattle off all of Gerald's accolades. Oh, yeah. well, that's Sorry, right. You're number, you're number yeah. three on the list, yeah. but number one in our heart, yeah. mate. That's oh, what you are. Stop it. Stop a it. man who can read, Ryan <laughs> yeah, Cook. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough. It's a right. challenge of enough. <laughs> Guys, I thought last week Greg Davis was a pretty strong start in yeah, our he search shit. for a player. That's, that's why he's not here. Okay. Well, I was going to say, like, what did you think? Tell him like it is. No, I'm like joking. Is. He was amazing. He's he's yeah. very good at what he does, and yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been mad if we had him again. But you know, alas, the hunt continues, yep. and here we are, week twenty two, with a man that the Neds faithful know all too well. He's been with us since episode one of Neds NRL Big Questions. Yes. That's right. It's rugby league writer's own Oscar Panifex. Oscar, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, boys. Making my potty debut today, so looking forward to it. Should welcome, we welcome, welcome, Oscar. Mate. We've have, we've had some run-ins in the past. Uh, you've played against my ACU side. Uh, we just uh, recognised uh, off and Got off the uh, off the mic yes. and. Uh, did you beat us? Oh, we can go into the details if you like, Gerard. Oh, I, can't, I would like to. Go. I can't remember. <laughs> no, I can't remember. I can't remember. It's kicking <laughs> off. I do, I do believe we won the comp that year, though. Oh, so, you did. Uh, you did. Oh, actually, but we beat, we beat, did we beat you at Sun Club? Did you play us at Sun Club? Ah, uh, a few years beforehand. Yes, maybe. yes, yeah. we did. Yes. Done yours. Yeah. Okay. All right. That. That's what. That's a big stage counts. You know what I mean? <laughs> we didn't make it to the big dance, but we at the big stadiums we win. Oscar, you're obviously a huge fan of rugby league. All of the punters who have been watching us on. NRL big questions mm. know that South Sydney is your team. Do you, give us a, do you want to give us a little bit of a rundown on rugby league riders, maybe how it all started, yeah. what you produce every week? Yeah, so uh, three years ago now, I uh, started out rugby league riders uh, with a friend, Jason Oliver. He's got quite a following on um, Twitter. He'd been doing it for a while as a freelance. Um, so we got the wrong bloke this week. Though. <laughs> oh, you know. That, that remains Don't pump your ties up too much. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just... Both of us love talking footy, um, decided that we, we, we should put that to good use. Um, so a real focus at Rugby League Riders on the on-field um, footy analysis. So I'm sure we'll be talking about a couple of big talking points today, um, Cleary and Carrigan being out 
um, are two good examples. So rugby league riders will look uh, not at the drama uh, of those suspensions, but more so how those might play out on the field and the implications um, of their absences over the next few weeks. So a lot of footy, uh, a lot of footy X's and O's kind of nerdy talk, but yeah, we love it. It's good All stuff. of that available at rugbyleagueriders.com. Thank you. Yeah. All on socials as well, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I don't think we've done a video where you haven't been wearing the shirt and we're not filming today, but you're wearing the shirt again. Oh, it's literally the only clothes that I own. Okay, is, no, that's uh, more rugby league I thought I could smell something. How, much, how <laughs> much time do you spend watching film? Uh, a lot. I'll try and get uh, every game in every week. Um, sometimes twice, sometimes over again. Um, we use a lot of GIFs in our content as well, so it's not just written word. Um, so, yeah, going back over tape. and, and Yeah, I'm just having up. a look at your socials. Um, now I don't follow, officially do now, uh, rugby league Thank writers. You. Um, you. you look like it's it's... It's into depth, mate. It's 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 pretty cool. Like if you get a chance, anyone that hasn't, uh, you know, jumped over and had a look, uh, please do because, um, you, yeah, you do some great stuff. Thank you. When you're talking gifts, I'm assuming you mean Vince McMahon falling <laughs> off a chair and things uh, like that, rather than yeah, exclusively Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> what a try! Whoa. Uh, you're also the media man for the PNG Hunters in the Queensland Cup. Now this is very very interesting. Tell us a bit about this. Uh, yeah, so new role for me this year. Um, joining the Hunters, they've been relocated onto the Gold Coast over the last two and a half years because of COVID. Uh, hopefully heading back home to PNG soon uh, to finish off the season. But yeah, it's been uh, it's been a challenging but a super enjoyable year. Where do they grow beetle nut in the Gold Co- on the Gold Coast? Uh, <laughs> you asked me that off air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I will. <laughs> how are the uh, how are the boys doing this season? Yeah, good. It's been a challenging season. Um, we've got a very young squad this year. Really mm. decided to build for the future. Um, when you look at Q Cup, ideally it's a stepping stone into first grade. Uh, and that comes with it a couple of prerequisites or, or I- ideals, I guess, around age. Um, so we picked a lot of younger guys this year, um, looking to develop them and, and hopefully get them into the NRL in the next few years. So We sort of touched on PNG Rugby League, more so the Kumuls, when we had the international yes. break a few weeks ago. Yes. And you had a few boys called up to the Kumuls yes. squad for yeah, that. Six I, or thought, seven boys. I thought the hooker was mm. absolutely outstanding. Watovo Pura. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so he's the most uh, capped hunter, so... He's been around the block a few times. He knows what he's doing. He's a clever fella. So, yeah, he had a great game. Always need those guys on your side as well. Yes. Um, you know, with the young fellas around. So, it's always – I mean, I love I love watching the uh, PNG Hunters. They're definitely one of my – they don't, definitely don't leave anything in the tank. Um, I mean, that's sort of how I like to play my footy. So, I really enjoy watching uh, the PNG Hunters. They're a, they're a good bunch of lads. Mm. Few things better on a Sunday afternoon than going down to – well, my local was Cougarai Oval, winning Manly Seagulls, having a couple of uh, – Sharpies. Milton Mangoes Sharpies. and just watching a bit of local football mm. on a Sunday afternoon. Few yeah, years better. there's nothing better. I mean, mine's Bash Up Park out there at Norse and there's nothing better than sitting on the hill up there and just uh, throwing abuse uh, <laughs> at pretty much nobody. But, Encouragement. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah, much yeah, yeah. nobody. But, uh, yeah, not remembering much of it by the, end of the, uh, by the end of the game when that whistle went because you've had a fair few. All right, guys, plenty to talk about after round 20. Let's start with the reigning premiers, the current competition leaders, the Penrith Panthers. Now, they suffered only their second loss of the season in round 20, and again it was to the Parramatta Eels. Oscar, I know when we did our little preview video last week, you might have hinted at it a little bit. Do you think the Eels have Penrith's number? Oh, gee, that's a big call. Uh, the recent form certainly seems to suggest so. They they uh, play their best versus the Penny Panthers the last few times. I just think um, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Bolo are such a good indicator of how the Eels are travelling. When they're bent in the line and, and 
and really compressing the middle. Um, I think that's when we see Para play their best footy. Uh, when they're not doing that, we see Para try and shift the ball a little bit early and, and play a little sideways. So, yeah, they nailed it last week. Obviously, Cleary's uh, send-off helped. Uh, I think we tipped Eels 1-12 yeah, last yeah, week, which well, blew you, out you in did, the end. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they look good. Um, I think their saving grace, uh, the Penriths, this is, is if they get to a grand final, I don't think Parramatta can make it to a grand final. So that might be where the hoodoo ends for the season. Um, the big talking point out of that game, of course, Nathan Cleary sent and subsequently out for five weeks as a result of his tackle on Dylan Brown. Gerald, fair decision. And do you think there will be big flow on effects for the Panthers leading into the final? Uh, yeah, look, I think losing both of their uh, halving halves partners uh, is going to be huge for them. I don't think we've seen uh, without their halves partners, uh, one of one of them in there yet this year. So um, if correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but I think they've either had one or the other uh, to be able to steer that team around. Look, I don't think they're in huge trouble. I mean, obviously they've got, you know, strike all over the park when we're talking about the Penrith Panthers, but you know, in the engine room, in the middle, uh, they're they're the guys who, you know, make sure the game is run run smoothly. Uh, they they stick to a game plan, and um, especially Nathan Cleary. I mean, he's going to be a huge loss uh, for them. We haven't really seen a lot of them, you know, Penrith pay a lot without both of them. So it's going to be interesting to see what this last couple of weeks is like uh, leading into the finals. Uh, you know, the pointing end of the season. I uh, I do think they'll they'll. It'll take them a couple of games to to really you know kick into gear to get those uh, you know combinations together in that in that position. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure Sean O'Sullivan you know slips in there, and we've seen him um, you know be comfortable in there. Uh, but you know who else? I mean, who who is the other person that uh, that goes in there, and and do they have? enough legs to uh, to hold Cowboys off for the minor premiership? That's that's the other question. Who who does go into five eight next to O'Sullivan? I don't. Yeah, pro- yeah, probably. I'd say it would be it would be him, but um, I mean, there's you know putting a lot of pressure on um Sean. Uh, that's I mean, it's probably a good opportunity for it's it's a great chance for Uncle Wayne to watch you know what uh, Sean can do yeah. uh, in a in, in a high risk uh, situation. Uh, and look, we know Sean um, O'Sullivan can play footy. We just don't know if it's without one of those other gentlemen in the side so far. So I don't think the I think we're overreacting right now. I think we've got to see how they play this week. Um, we know that they can play good footy. Uh, they just if they if they don't have these two guys and they can't do it properly, yeah, they might they might fall short. But it could be also a blessing in disguise for them. They might you know it might be like losing a fair few games might be like wow this is I mean what they've lost four, four games five games in the last two years. These kids don't know what that's like. Yeah. So. It might just be the uh, you know the the spur on they need to be able to go on fourth and and win back to back premierships. Well, it's been a very big week for suspensions. Obviously, yes. the other big one handed to Patrick Car- Carrigan. I beg your pardon. He's gone for four weeks for a hip drop tackle that resulted in Jackson Hastings breaking his leg. Gerald, very big year for Patrick Carrigan. Obviously, Origin player of the series. He's been instrumental in the reemergence of your club. Do you think this will be a stain on his season? I don't think it will. Um, and look, I've got to have. I've probably got to put my two cents in here. I know I don't want to have splinters in my bum. I don't want to sit on the fence here. Four to four weeks is enough. I thought he was going to get six, and I would have thought that was enough as well. Uh, you just can't. We've got to rub it out of the game. Um, we we can't have these tackles anymore. They're so dangerous, and we've seen what you know the outcome of Jackson Hastings is. I mean, you know, if we go back earlier in the year and see the. Uh, uh, Nathan Cleary on uh, Billy Walters uh, early in the year. That didn't, you know, 
come to anything, but this is is we've just got to make sure we get it out of the game. And these players will do anything possible to make sure they get that extra second in the play of the ball to make sure they slow the play of the ball down. I know Paddy personally, he's not that guy. I think it was a split of the second thing. But if if we have this and we make sure we nip it in the bud really, really quickly um, and start doing it now, and, you know, either sending people for 10 or, you know, do it, you know, handling a little bit like we handle uh, head highs, I suppose. It's either we just rub it out of the game. You go, if you if you... If you're head hiding someone, you're either going for ten. You know, when Magic Ground, I mean, it was a blessing for. I mean, we hated Magic Ground last. Was it last year or this year? Was it last year? Last, yeah, 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 last, it was year. last year. We hated yeah. it last year. We thought every we were, they were overreacting, but it's made our game better for for that reason. Um, so, I know it might be a little bit late to start it now, but they they're going to have to start cracking down on it because these these reasons. I mean, poor Jack. If, if the West Tigers are in the finals, mm. yeah, there's there's a there's bigger repercussions. So they're lucky they're out, and you know he's had a, he's had an outstanding season for West Tigers. But you know it would have been nice to be able to see him. So yeah, he's he's had a great season, Paddy. But four to six, I'm happy with. Oscar, I know you're taking a pretty close look at this one mm. for rugby league riders this yes. week. How do you think the loss of Carrigan is going to affect the makeup of the Broncos and how they? Are tracking towards the finals as well. Yeah, I'm keen to hear, Gerard, what you think about this also. Um, what I've noticed is Carrigan, they've used him a lot at first receiver this year, particularly in good ball. I mean, he does a lot of work um, as they work up the field, but in good ball, Carrigan's in at first receiver at, on either side of the ruck um, and passing out to Renault on the right or Mam on the left. Um, with uh, with Paddy gone, Payne House can do that. Um, Corey Jensen can do it as well. Tom Flegler can do it, but not as well um, as Carrigan. Um, I'm interested um, to see how they go this week. I think Renault might move back into that first receiver role like he did at South Sydney. Yeah. Um, which means that we're going to need to see Ezra Mam step up big time. I think he's had an excellent year as an 18-year-old. He's been going great. Um, but he's been allowed to camp on that left-hand side and, and keep his job quite simple. I'm really interested to see. It happened once or twice last week. He came swinging, out, swinging over to the right edge. Um, so, yeah, if Renault does move into that first receiver role, I'm interested to see what that does to Ezra Mam's game. I think uh, for other Broncos fans, and, you know, I'm, this, I'm just looking at this from a little bit, you know, if I'm going back a little bit, um, I, you know, I look at a guy who's I think is an absolute stud at the moment and we haven't been able to see a lot of footy from him because of there's been other people playing well. But Kobe Hetherington uh, is a mm. an out-and-out hooker, he was. So passing for him is... You know, has been in his game all his life from when he's played junior footy up to playing for the Broncos. But he's gotten bigger in size now. Uh, he's moved into, uh, you know, that lock, uh, you know, that position uh, when he comes on the field. He, you know, still plays hooker at, at, at times. So, I mean, if you're a Brisbane Broncos fan like I am, I would love to see a Kobe Hetherington take that opportunity on with both hands. And and I know he can ball play. So, um, I mean, he's not going to get through as much work as what Patrick does, and, and he's not as a bigger body as mm. Paddy. But I think it's probably not time to be experimenting to this late, but we need something. And if they don't want to change their structure, like you, you're saying, Oscar, I, th- I think they're going to have to try something to try and keep that. Because <clears throat> I think bringing Ezra in and ha- giving him – you know, that big, uh, you know, a lot of that opportunity and a lot on his back is, is, is a big call so close to the finals. Yeah, so sure. um, maybe giving, you know, Kobe, I just think he's a stud and I just think he's going to play really good footy and he's got a, he's got origin written all he's over him. Tear away, yeah, he? he yeah, is. Yeah. He, he can hit, he can jam, you know, he can make some big plays. So I know he's fit as well. So if, if you give him enough time and um, he plays that smaller role that Patrick can play in that ball playing uh, role, I think they're going to, they're, they're going to have a really good run to the finals. 
um, missing Pat Carrigan. Uh, I know he's going to be a huge loss, but if he can if he can step up in that position, I reckon they'll be okay. So still pretty confident then. I'm still I'm still very confident. I, you know what I I was clutching at straws. I was like, who's going to be in that position? And I went through the list and I was looking, and you know I just thought that guy he's done enough work now and he's played enough first grade to be a leader. I think they need to give you an opportunity to be a leader in, in, in that position. Not only that, I mean we've seen um, you know Billy Walters, uh, you know we've seen Corey Pakes come on the on the field at times as well. I mean Billy Walters could be that extra man to uh, you know link up at times as well. So we've we've got a luxury of of a lot of ball players at the Broncos at the moment, and and you know. You've got to look at, like I said, um, Kobe, who's got a history at hooker. Uh, Billy, who we know has played in the halves and in hooker as well. And Corey Pakes is, you know, a, a half in his in his, uh, in his his past life as well, just been pushing the hooker. So we've got ball players. So, you know, we, yeah, we're going to miss Paddy in, in some parts of that, but we, we they're going to have to pick it up like those boys like Payne and, and uh, Corey Jensen in, in those other roles. All right, on the other side of this game, Hastings obviously out for the remainder of the season. Now, Wests aren't going to be playing finals footy mm. this year, so there's only really a handful of games they have to consider here. There's probably an opportunity for them to trial a few things moving forward. Is the focus on Adam Dewey now? Well, yeah, if it wasn't already. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dewey's one of my favourite players. So versatile. He just he, he competes so hard on everything. Um, I've followed him off scrum plays over the last couple of months. Yeah. He's an absolute cheat code uh, <laughs> in good ball. If Tigers have a scrum, they set up midfield. He scored one last week against the Bronx. He just comes – his timing's excellent, comes flying onto the ball. Uh, he scored a handful of tries in the last um, couple of years. So at pretty good prices. Yeah, well. and yeah. I think we haven't seen the best of Adam Dewey yet in his career because we've seen him have, you know – so many injuries, unfortunately, mm. for him. And the West Tigers haven't been at their best, you know. He hasn't, they haven't even played finals footy since 2011, the Tigers. So we don't know how big of a threat they really are, the yeah. Tigers. So, I, you know, when he came back from his injury and they put him on in that second half and he took control of that game and pushed uh, Jackson Hastings to, to lock, mm. the game changed. I can't remember who it was against, but, geez, he changed the game a lot. His, his kicking game, his presence, his uh, running of the ball, like I said, he's just a big body. He's really hard to handle. And you're right, off that scrum, it's it's so hard to defend as it is mm. off a scrum, but trying to defend like a you know, a second rower that has pace of a back, yeah. it's 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 really hard to do. Is he a good enough player to build a club around? I, I, I think he is. Yeah. And that's why there's never been any conversation about Adam Dewey going anywhere. Like, we've never heard anything. There's never been anything in the media. There's, there's never been any, uh, you know, some more movement from, you know, Sheensy or, you know, Madge from when he was there. Like, he, Adam Dewey is the West Tigers, mm-hmm. and they need to build a team around him. And uh, if they can do that, and I believe they, they can – uh, it'll be it's you know it'll be good to see West back in uh, good good form next year you know under Team Shield. I, I hope they go well. I hope um, you know having Benji and Robbie Farah there can can really spur them spur them on to, to play some finals footy because I mean if you're a West Tigers fan, geez, you'd yeah. be chomping at the bit. Long suffering. Now. Yeah, it the, is. The only way is up. It's just hurting. <laughs> like I couldn't even imagine being in that position. We did it for two years, and I was like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the NRL slash ARL slash New South Wales Rugby League. Grand final has traditionally been played in Sydney since the game's inception. Of course, last year it was played up here in Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium as a result. And what a bloody good pen. job we did. <laughs> Wasn't bad. Well, it's the first time it's ever been taken out of New South Wales. Now we're hearing this week that Sydney is in real danger of losing the grand final. Mm. Apparently, a meeting between Peter Volandis and Dominic Perrottet has not gone the way that the former would have wanted. He wants upgrades, significant upgrades to Shark Park, Panther Stadium, Leichhardt Oval and the great Northern Beaches, Brookvale Oval. 
Uh, how big would this be for the game as a whole, but mostly for Well, Queensland? firstly, Dominic, you're a fraud. I gave you a bloke at um, oh. at uh, the Caxton. I didn't know where you were going with that. No, no, I gave you a bloke <laughs> at the Caxton, uh, and I thought you were a good bloke. You know, I just thought you were – so I gave you some of my product uh, and let you drink it at the Caxton uh, grand final uh, night, and – you know, uh, sorry, Origin on you're a fraud. Like, <laughs> uh, look, we've 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 come to understand that P- Peter Volandis is a businessman. All right, we know what he 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 wants nothing but the best for the rugby league uh, community, uh, and this is going to be huge. What what else do New South Wales have than the grand final right now? If you if they lose this, there's going to be uproar, and they're going to lose a lot of you know. F- the New South Wales NRL community are going to lose a lot of faith in the, uh, you know, New South Wales government because it is. It's their it's their biggest thing that they have, the grand final, New South Wales, in rugby league. It's the biggest sport down – one of the biggest sports down there. Um, I'm hearing that, obviously, there was a lot of conversation about it. Obviously, some of the money going to Penrith, some of the money going to the Shire, some of the money going to um, three different uh, – I think it might have been Campbelltown as well um, – and, and, and significantly less. So $800 million was for ANZ, and they've gone and said, look, we'll do it for um, – if we can do it for these uh, other, uh, you know, places, then, then, we'll, uh, then we'll be okay. But he's taken a back step on it. And Peter, like I said, Peter Valandis is not stuff around. You do not want to get on his bad books because the grand final will be in Queensland for the next 20 years in, if, you, if, you, if, when, if you blink. Um, and I know that I don't want that because I, I mean, I'd love it for it to be in Queensland, but I don't want that for the New South Wales fans. Like it's just, it would suck. We've got, you know, we've got, we've, we're lucky enough to have magic ground up here. And I think that's amazing. And I think we keep that. That's if it's, if it was inception here in Queensland, we keep it at Suncorp Stadium. I'm happy with that, but I'm, I'm happy for the new, I'm happy for the grand final to stay down there. But if they really stuff this up, then there's going to be mutiny. There is. What would you think of a Queensland grand final, Ryan? I agree with everything you said there, Gerald, but this Queensland is the heartland of rugby league. It is. And if the Contentious. Whole, rugby league acknowledges that they need to grow the game. So bringing it up here makes the most sense. And you got all these people saying there's 100 years worth of history in New South Wales about the grand final, and that's great, but the fans don't show up for the rest of the year. I'm sticking up for New yeah. South Wales for once. So I never yeah. do this. <laughs> you've just, I, think, I like it. You know, I like it. It I sounds good on you, Gerald. It needs to be in this conversation as well. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and that's Volandis is 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 it just the most Volandis thing? You know, we were talking before off air about him complaining about a Bruno Mars concert being on uh, on the same day as the Everest. Uh, it's just <laughs> which is stupid. <laughs> in, incredible, well, but it is stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is stupid. But I'm like, if they stuff this up, the New South Wales government, like, where where do they go from here? You lose the grand final for however long to Queensland. I mean. I got to say this, and I, this is a big statement. But if you lose it to Queensland for five years, you ain't getting it back. Yeah, no. Like it's not going to go back to New South Wales. I just don't have a great feeling because they're going to need to build a lot more stuff around ANZ Stadium to to get people to to want to go there all the time. But if they stuff this up, they're not going to get it back because Queensland, they'll it'll be at Suncorp every year. They'll turn it on like yes. they always do. Yeah. It will yeah. be great. I didn't want to say that, but it will be great. I and wouldn't underestimate the Queensland government either because Anastasia, Anastasia Palaget will go hard at this. Yeah. Like she has for the AFL Grand Final what are, what are we, the last two years. The Olympics. The why Olympics, don't we make yes. it very interesting, gentlemen? Why don't we make it very interesting? And the winner of each origin gets the Grand Final. <laughs> 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 that would be... What about the stakes I actually don't that? hate that. I mean, that's, that's a reasonably fair way to do it. You know what I mean? Unless you're from New South 
South Wales, like yeah. we are. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, then the stakes every year, you're like, whoa, who gets the grand final for Origin? And then you got bragging rights for another year. You go, I mean, that would be juicy, wouldn't it? But probably not going to happen. But I'm just saying, if you lose it to Queensland, it's it's going to be a long, long time before you get it back. All right, let's circle back a little bit, Gerald. On Monday, you and I had a chat about the Broncos' chances in the finals this season after that loss to West Tigers on NRL Unpopular Opinions. And Ryan, the punters have had their say. Yeah, look, it's not quite as spicy as it typically has been over the, the course of the season. We've Oscar, still been is, called flogs, especially me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if they're tapering off just when I'm arrived, <laughs> yeah. that's good timing for me. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of swear words getting around normally. Um, but for anyone that's listening that hasn't actually seen the video, Gerald, you said that the Broncos maybe needed some humbling, and that's what yeah. they got in that loss to the Tigers. Jared, uh, you took another point of view. You said the Broncos are a bit of a myth. They won't make the top four, <laughs> and they're lucky to still be in fifth. They'll go out in straight sets. I look forward to revisiting that yep. in a, Me uh, too. a few weeks. Um, <laughs> so Vince Allen has chimed in. He says, Vincey boy. Vincey boy. He says, no, no impact. You are joking. Another loss this weekend to the Roosters. Ooh. They may be lucky to make the eight. They're on a downer and they're beaten by the Spooners last weekend. Mm. Bradley Austin has said the Broncos will be out week one in the finals, get flogged like previous years. Tyra- we were in the last previous yeah. years, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's referring specifically to that Parramatta game oh, three okay. years ago, isn't he? Yeah, was, I think they had 50 That was in 2019. That and by the way, my wedding was on the Saturday before and none of my mates could come to that because they played in that shit game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so not happy with any of them. Oh, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> Heavy stuff. Um, Tyra Piggott has said, we will get there. Broncos first Cowboys grand final. No Ben Hunt this time, but so we are in luck. Ben oh, wow. Hunt is arguably <laughs> the form player of the league at Jesus. the moment. Um, and last but not least, Andrew Tarrant has said, Parramatta Eels to miss the eight, so cop that. Yeah, I, I, I can get I, on board with that. I called this. I said they will miss that. I reckon they will. I honestly think that they will fall. They they play against the big dogs. They, they yeah. don't know how to. They don't know how to get up and go against They're anyone. They're going to get done by the Seagulls this week as well. Well, they. I think they will. Is yeah. that who comes in for them then? Yeah, Seagulls or Roosters. If you Ooh. had to, put, if you had to pick one or the other right now. Uh, I mean. I think Manly played really well against a pretty full-strength oh, Roosters. You Manly. <laughs> no, I've got to say this. I, I, don't, I don't know. There's obviously a lot of whispers about something in camp at the moment, and, and if it is that, it's hard to get back together. Yeah. Like it's hard to bring a team back together if they're if there's you know fighting. So I, at this moment in time, I'd say the Roosters. Mm, yeah, mm. with you too. Good chat, Oscar. Good chat. Let's get into some betting. The weekend's footy through the eyes of the punters with all the numbers, trends and odds you need to know. This is The Offload. Well, the form guide Fondler pointed us in the direction of plenty more winners in round 20. And I, for one, am really keen to start building a bank ahead of the finals. Ryan, let's kick off The Offload with this week's Don't Argue. Let's kick it off for the second week in a row with a Bulldogs winger. Jacob Carraz. Isn't that incredible? Honestly? Yeah, it really so is. Uh, the 20-year-old found himself back on the score sheet after a few quiet weeks. He scored a hat-trick paying $14 against his former club, the Newcastle Knights. His third try was the reward for some pretty slick ball movement by the Dogs, and then he probably would have had a fourth if he didn't cramp up on that intercept pass <laughs> with about five minutes remaining. Let's just talk about the Dogs really quick, though, guys. It feels like they're the kind of team that can spoil the party for some of the finals contenders over these next remaining weeks. Mm. They've got some big games against the Cowboys, the Eels, the Sharks, Manly in the run home. Do we see them upsetting any of those teams? Yeah, this is annoying. This is the annoying part of the year. Uh, I find um, they just, just they sign to find, they find a leg uh, and they go, you know what, we need to go out with a bang. We want 
our Mad Monday to be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just start doing it. And, yes, I do. They're, they're starting to play good footy, the Bulldogs. So um, it's it's good for, you know, the Bulldogs fans to see them starting to hit, hit their legs, yeah. Very yeah. Specula- speculative. I don't know why I went for that word because I knew I was going to do that <laughs> then. But I've actually tipped them to beat the Cowboys this week. Ooh, what price are we getting that? $3.60, I think it was, at the start of the week. Well, I only hope so for, for my Broncos to just... <laughs> Beat the Roosters and creep up there. <laughs> it would be nice. Who are our punters' pals, right? Uh, Edward Cozzy, so another promising young winner, mm. winger worth highlighting. Uh, he's been a money bet over the last month, scoring a try in three of his last four games. Also a bit of a feel-good story here after that debacle he had against the Storm in that 70-10 to 10 loss earlier in the year. Rough day for the Warriors, though, at home to the Storm, uh, but he came through with a hat-trick paying $21. Mike mm. Acevo, we keep highlight- highlighting him every week. He's been on a bit of a try-scoring streak, this man. He's now scored in four straight games and each of his last five at Combank. Came through with a double for the second week in a row against the Panthers, paying $6.80. Moving on to the Raiders, another fascinating team as the season starts to wind down. Nick Kotrick and Sebastian Chris. So these two have been very profitable and very important during during Canberra's recent resurgent. Uh, Kotrick had a double himself, paying $6.40 last week, extending his try-scoring streak against the Titans to three. You've got your finger up there, Oscar. Did you back Jump that? Uh, I might have been, <laughs> yeah. been on a Kotrick double last week. Uh, and Chris has also found the stripe in the same number of games, uh, getting up at $2.35 odds. <laughs> Is it wise to read too much into Canberra's form over the last, you know, few weeks? That'd be a half-strength storm side, the Warriors and the Titans. They, they, I don't know. They like to do this. Yeah. They just love to creep up the ladder. I didn't even notice they were there. They're just, you know, the Candyman when you say their name three times in the mirror, <laughs> yeah. uh, Beetlejuice, Biggie and they Smalls? just pop yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> Ricky Boom. Stewart. That's Ricky that's Stewart. what it is. Ricky Stewart. That's what it is at the moment with the Raiders. Don't say it again. <laughs> don't say Ricky's name one more time because they'll be in the top four before we know it. <laughs> Uh, the last one, and this is more of an interesting one, Brent Naden at Suncorp. So he came through the through for the punters as the first try scorer last week at $15 odds. Mm. Pays to pay attention to the trends, though. Nado has now scored in four of his last five games at Suncorp. Likewise, the man that you boys just spoke about earlier, Ezra Mam, has scored in four straight home games for Brisbane. Wow. $3.05 anytime last Saturday. Any tips for yeah. us this week? Yeah, I've gone Corey Oates a double. He scored two tries in each of Brisbane's last four games as an underdog. Scored a hat-trick against the Roosters back in round five. You're getting $6.75 for two or more there. Don't hate it. I do like David Nofaluma. Um, yes. I mean, backing anyone to score against the Titans right now seems uh, pretty yeah. safe. So is he um, debuting this yeah, weekend, yes. Yeah, $1.60 any time, which I, maybe a little bit too short. I'm yeah, not sure. that is unders, but... He'll like, be on that left edge, I think. Yeah. Xavier Coates back will yep. be on the right. Yep, and that's where the Gold Coast have conceded uh, 60% of their tries. Yes. Okay, so probably not unders then. No. Um, <laughs> and Edward Cozzi, again, touched on him already, but uh, the, the Rabbitohs conceded try to a winger in 83% of their games. You're getting $2.60 there, which is much better value. Any bad beats this week? Just that Melbourne Storm game. So they were minus 12 and a half uh, point favourites. They won by only 12 against the Warriors. And uh, Nick Meaney's misconversion on his own try probably proved the difference in the end there. All right. The final's really not too far into the future now. I'm tipping Mm. the movement is really starting to pick up in these futures markets. Yeah. Lots to cover here, guys. So the Panthers, bit of value back on offer. They're $1.90 out to $2.20. Eels fifteen dollars into thirteen, Roosters twenty one into fifteen, and there's a bit of love for the Raiders eighty one dollars into fifty one. People whispering Ricky Stewart into the mirror. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's happening. Uh, the top coming. four. So <laughs> <laughs> the Eels are seven dollars fifty into four dollars. South four dollars out to seven. 
Top mm. eight is also very interesting. Manly's $2.50 out to five. And again, the Raiders are $3 into $2.15. You're going to call me, uh, you know, you're going to say this because I'm a Manly fan, but I think that $5 is starting yeah. to look pretty juicy yeah. now. It's yeah. not bad. We'll see. See how the... Uh, Roosters go this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just lastly, the, the wooden spoon market, the most losses market, some real movement here. So the Titans are $2.60 into a $1.80 favourites. Tigers, $1.50 out to $2.75. Newcastle, big firmers, 21 into nine. Ooh. That is quite a movement. Uh, do we have any mad multis lob? Got a couple of crackers this week, oh, boys. Love them. As I love often do. Oh, hit me with it. Here we go. I don't know if we've had a dollar multi. Yet. I love it, though. No, yeah, we haven't. We've we had, haven't. I think we've had a $3 or a yeah. 250 So we've got a dollar into uh, 5,121. Get out of the best, honestly. No, These ones are the best. Hit, us all, <laughs> hit us with it all. Hit us with it all. Uh, four leg same game multi on Broncos Tigers. Tessie New, anytime try scorer. Tigers 13 plus. Naden first Jeez. try scorer, and then the halftime full time double, uh, wow. the draw, and then the Tigers. No yeah. way, wow. that's worthy well of that five thousand dollars, honestly. Wow, this next one's pretty good too. Highest stake, thousand dollars into just shy of forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, three leg same gamer on the Sharks and the Rabbitohs. Mulatalu anytime. Alex Johnston first try. Latrell anytime. Jeez, first try is ballsy with a thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> Jeez. He's yeah. AJ, though. I'm sweating yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, true. I suppose if there's one bloke who you'd probably have that confidence yeah, true, in. Could. Finally, don't tell the misser. Uh, lots to get to here. Yes. So, um, <laughs> oh, my 11, God. I love this. <laughs> 11.5K on the Storm to cover. <laughs> 18.6K on the Warriors head-to-head at $4.40 versus the Storm. Oh, wow. Yes. 18.6K is very specific. It's a strange too, number. Yeah. Uh, 25K on the Panthers to cover versus Parramatta. Oh, oh yeah. Then we had the these two sort of random tri-scorer bets on Mamalo anytime at $2.65. So it was 5K on that one. And then we had 5K on him again as the first tri-scorer at $14. Oh. Big Kenny. Mm. Yeah. He played and well last week. Yeah. Mm. Not well enough. Yeah. Not well enough. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just the last one, 10K on the Dragons, over 16 and a half points versus the Cowboys. They only scored <laughs> no. eight. Ouch. No, yes. that does hurt. All right. We absolutely love it, Ryan. Thank you very much. Thanks, boys. All right, guys, any team versus any team is back for round 21 of the NRL. Back any team head-to-head. You can pick any club and have them play against any club. And if your team outscores the other, other, beg your pardon, you win. It's as easy as that. Oscar, you are the guest. We'd like to hear first. Where do you think any team versus any team could best be used this week? Mm, well, I had a little practice run last week and uh, hit Souths to outscore Penrith. So I'm going for back-to-back There myself. you go. Winning form. Let's listen to this. Uh, again, um, I'm playing the Newcastle Knights to outscore the Brisbane Broncos. Okay. This weekend. What sort of um, price do you get for that? No, two dollars twenty for the Knights, or two twenty-one, sorry, for the Knights to outscore the Bronx this week. I think Bronx might struggle a little bit with Carrigan missing, uh, and Knights taking on the Tigers without Hastings. I think that's going to hurt them a bit as well. So. Yeah, look, Knights have n- not been a safe bet this year at all, but um, we'll see if they can get up for me this weekend. That all makes sense to me, Gerald. Yeah, I'm just struggling to put my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> in, in my, uh, I think I'm going to go, where did I go? Oh, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go the Bulldogs to uh, beat the Newcastle Knights. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a dollar ninety-two. Yeah, okay, all right. I like that. Yeah. Really, really enjoying the dogs at the yeah. moment as well. And like I said, I think they'll be beat the Cowboys this week. Ryan, mm. have you put one together? Yeah, I've found some value. I'm going to go the Sharks to outschool the Cowboys. The Sharks are playing the Dragons. Cowboys are playing that feisty Bulldogs team. Mm. Uh, you're getting two dollars oh three for the Sharks. That's a, a good price. Okay. Yeah. 
Any team versus any team is available on every round here at Ned's Punters. T's and C's apply. They are available on the website. And if you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. The Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. All right, guys, in a nutshell, we had an absolute shocker last week. Yeah, look, I will put my hand up for this one. Uh, I thought Manly were going to pull something out of their you-know-where, and they didn't pull it out of anywhere. They played very, very well, to be fair. If you'd taken them at the line, it was 11.5 points, that would have lobbed. Well, there you go. Maybe that's worth consideration That was 6.50. It was probably a little bit adventurous for us. Uh, We never really go like that, but um, I apologise and I'll bounce back this week. Well, moving further into the weekend, Ryan had Penrith to cover as 9.5-point favourites, and they got pretty comfortably done. Seemed like a generous line. It it did. Clearly gets sent off and then it's all over, but yeah. So it would have meant nothing even if I did come through. And then we came to Sunday. I think it was Sunday anyway. Greg had Souths 1-12, to and they got done in Golden Point. (laughs) Zero from three. We suck. When we do our NRL Big Questions videos on Thursday, Oscar has lobbed with some genuine worldies. Mm-hmm. Earlier in the season, mm-hmm. he there was one week where he tipped Regan Campbell-Gillard of all people, to, score to score a try, and he actually baby. did. Yeah, any time as well. $9.75. All right, well, let's Absolutely get this one incredible. Let's get our third one of the year, please. Here's hoping you bring a bit of that form to our multi here. Jural, you're up first this yeah, week. Yeah, I've just literally just gone. I just think they'll bounce back this week and uh, – Leading into the finals, I think the Broncos will, will they're going to start hitting their straps a little bit more. I think Adam Reynolds was a tiny bit off last week. Uh, his kicking game, he wasn't as good. And, um, yeah, they just got ambushed by the West Tigers. So they haven't been doing them back-to-back this year. So I think they're going to be in for a big game down there in the Roosters' territory. So I've gone the Broncos to win at $2.40. $2.40, not a bad start at all. Ryan, you're in the same game. Yeah, look, I've just gone scorey oats anytime. $2.20 oh, like there. it. Uh, rattle off the stats about him before. He scored a double against the Chooks earlier in the year. So, I mean, that feels safe. A bit of value about him too this yeah. in this game, yeah. yeah. $2.20. I'm, I'm going third this week. I'm looking into my own game. I think Ruben Garrick has been nothing short of outstanding yes. covering for Tommy Turbo so this good. year. I think we're going to put on a clinic against Parramatta on Friday night, and I think t- uh, Ruben Garrick is going to score a try at any time for $2.50. Oh, I thought you were going to say a double. I was like, that's bold. Well, yeah, well, I mean, not off the table, but that's not my leg okay, in this week's okay, NRL. Okay. Hunting pop same game multi. Oscar, you are fourth and final this week. Where are we looking? Uh, well, we talked a little bit about um, what the absence of Nathan Cleary might do to the Panthers. Uh, yep. at the top of the show. I think we're going to see Coruscant, Yo, and Edwards really step up over the next month, um, take control. Coruscant's actually been doing a lot of their um, creative work with the ball from dummy half and creating the space out wide. We know what Yo can do at first receiver. Edwards is the guy I'm looking at. He plays mostly on the right edge um, when Penrith are at full strength. So I think the Panthers are going to play um, to what they know or to what they've got left in that team list there. So for that reason, I'm backing the right winger, Brian Toto, anytime at 2.15. That is far better analysis than we've given for anything <laughs> yeah. ever since the beginning of the Shut season. Up. It'll mean nothing if he doesn't I score. I was going to say, so imagine if this see. is the only leg that falls over. Yeah. That would be, be my luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's recap. Gerald Broncos to win $2.40. Ryan, Corey Oates, anytime $2.20, I yep. believe that was. Jared, Ruben Garrick, anytime $2.50. Oscar, Brian Toto, $2.10. Thank you very much. The Ned's bookies, $23. I like this. I, like yeah, it. I really like this one as well. What do yep. you think, Gerard? Because usually when yeah, you back them, they I've, go pretty well. Well, I've backed, I've only backed four this year and three, two of them have come and one of them, um, one, one of them, them was a void. One back. of them was a void. So uh, te- Manu one. yeah, yeah. Mm. technically, uh, you know, I'm um, percentage wise, I'm, I'm up. So yeah, I like this one and I'm going to get after it. 
this is going to really take us into the green till the end of the year if this one gets up. And Ryan, just an update on the AFL show. They still haven't had one yet. Zilch. Nada. Okay. Well, that's what we like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what else to say. Nothing else needed yes. to be said. <laughs> All right, punters. The Ned's NRL punting podcast multi is already built for your convenience. It's available under NRL round specials at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. All right, guys, we're into the conclusion. It's that time of the week again. Let's have a final thought. Jarrell, you seem very excited about yours. Yeah, I just want to uh, reach back into the podcast where we were talking about this grand final stuff and get, get a little bit excited because I'm hearing whispers uh, around town that no matter where the grand final will be this year, um, I'm hearing Tina Turner. Um, no. Yes. Yeah. I'm hearing – I'm not even I'm not even taking the piss. I'm hearing Tina Turner is going to do the uh, halftime show. That is enormous. So if it does fall through with the New South Wales government and the Brisbane Broncos are in a grand final, <laughs> going back to 1988 where it all started. 1993, 90, I think oh, Sorry, it was, 93 the grand final, final yeah. it was. Yeah. 30 years ago from this year. In the in the Brisbane, it's just meant to be uh, at Suncorp Stadium. I, I mean, geez, it would be nice. So, um, thank you to uh, the New South Wales government for stuffing that one up. And uh, <laughs> Peter Valandis, we're ready when you are. Brother. Even the thought <laughs> of that has made my week. I, I know. Like, I've got oh, a horn. Imagine. <laughs> Not over Tina, just over the situation. Is it Ranger Stacey? There he is again. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we might need oh, to do a bit Lord. of cutting here, but maybe not. Who knows? This is what everyone comes in for each and every week. Oscar, oh, yeah, have you got a final it. thought for us? Um, all eyes on the Roosters uh, for me, taking on Gerald's Broncos. I know you just talked them up, mate, but um, I've been waiting for the Roosters to hit their straps all season. Uh, even as a Souths fan, love watching them play. I think they've got a, a really exciting side there and um, if they can piece it together over the next few weeks could be a scary team to take on over finals yeah looking forward to seeing how the rest yeah Trent Robertson is a genius of a coach if they can make the finals mm. which they look like they're going to at the moment they will be a force to be reckoning with in the finals yep certainly the right man at the helm Ryan boys we haven't even spoken about the game of the week we're at the end of the podcast the federal MP state of origin game <laughs> last weekend did anyone see <laughs> no. David look at David Pocock's Twitter the man has still got it he's built like brick shit really? out he played did he he played of he's huge he Albanese scored a try yeah. oh, get out. Oh. Barnaby Joyce what was Queens- he paying? <laughs> Barnaby Albanese Joyce paying? was in yeah. Queensland colors though Oh, oh, was it? Yeah, very controversial. Wow, that is controversial. Real Greg Inglis area, yeah. is that actually? Jump on Twitter and have a look. About the same mate, sort of distance into New South Wales as Barrowville as well. <laughs> look, just let it go, all right? Those, those, hey, we're not giving you those eight years back, all right? Yeah. Just let it go. <laughs> you can take the grand final just like you took uh, all our origin players. <laughs> They will be happy to. <laughs> All right. No, that, I absolutely love that. This is the best final thoughts that we've ever had, honestly. Well, if you really want my final thoughts, I actually, do. I probably shouldn't give you them. There, there's a lot going on in my head, so I will As pass on it. As we just discovered. It. Yeah. So we'll let that go through the keeper. All right. We'll keep that in mind for the start of the next show. Uh, thanks for listening, punters. Oscar, thank you for joining us. Have you had fun? Uh, yeah, it's been all right, boys. No, it's been great. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Uh, yeah, loved it. All right, outstanding. Good luck on your trip to uh, Port Moresby and beyond Thank as well. You. And go the Thank Hunters you. for the rest of the season. Go the Hunters and uh, go Rugby League Riders. Plug. I wasn't going to put that one in, but thank you very much. (laughs) Hunters, thank you for listening to episode 22. We've loved having you back. Like, subscribe, give us a review on your favourite podcast platforms. Find us on the socials. Always enjoy the footy. And if you're having a bet, always remember to gamble responsibly. 
Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe and leave a review on your favourite platform. And always remember to gamble responsibly. 